this over to you, Mosher. No, I don't want the headphones. No, you get headphones. No. I don't need headphones. I don't fucking need headphones. I'm not a I don't pussy. Care. I'm not a fucking pussy like Scott Chili Mosher. That's Look, your new name, Scott Chili Mosher. Is it? Yeah. Like I just chili, decided like with like I L I like no, the food. Like Chile. Oh, like Chile? Like it's the chili. country? It's chili. Let's no, be it's honest. Chile. It's no no. You sound silly when you say that. Chile. So how was chili? It's not Chile. How was it's chili? Like chile. How was chili? <clears throat> it was it was awesome, Matt. <laughs> Chile was awesome. You did ten days. You did some hiking. We did some hiking. Alex some got thrown off a horse, so the practice did no good for her. It was. Uh, the, Do you think it was her fault or the horse's fault? Um, it was. You know, it was just like a horse. Like if you ride horses, you will sometimes fall off a horse. Which we're, but you got to get back on. You have to get that's, back on. That's the saying. That's where the saying comes from. If you ride a horse, if you can, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> if you're able to, if you're physically able to ride. A horse, you should get on it. Somebody must have said that. Mm-hmm. Somebody got bucked off. Now, like, well, if you want to be, a, I, if you ride horses, mm-hmm. you you ultimately will get thrown. What do you think of that song, "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy"? That was popular about five to seven years ago. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. It's well, not good. It's not good. Don't worry. It about obviously, it. didn't catch on. Yeah. Well, it caught on in some circles. How is that saving a like horse? in a like in a like in a saddle ranch setting? It, it caught on. Yeah, like in the bar. Or like a Texas Roadhouse. A Texas you ever eaten Ro- at a Texas Roadhouse? It's called the chain restaurant called Texas Roadhouse. No, I have not. Well, if you ever do. I will say, I and I don't mean that as The bread a, and the butter. I don't. Uh, Good meat. I'm not a. You can huge. pick out your steak there. You point at it and go, that one. It's not but here's, here's my you. thing. It's not doing anything for you. Here's Here's my thing with that. You could point to it and be like, that one. And then they go back and just do anyone. Do they put unless they're cooking it right in front of you? That the whole thing's a sham. <laughs> they pull it. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't remember. It was like ten years ago. But they I don't cook it. it in front of you. No, Scott. So you don't. have no confirmation that you've actually picked it. Well, like a Korean barbecue. When I was in Vietnam, oh boy, we were at a restaurant. Here he goes. And they had flashbacks. They had aquariums. <laughs> like they had like fish, and like you pick it and you know it because they basically pull it out and cut the head off. Like they, like you see them. Clean it. Well, they don't even they don't even do that, but they kill it. They they don't chop the head off because they cook the whole thing. But it's like they come out and you know, it's alive. You go, that's fish my flopping fish. around. Yeah, that's my fish. I recognize that fish from earlier when it was alive. Well, they kind of want you to pull. They want you to pick it, and I was a little bit like, right, just grab me a fish, man. I don't want to pick it. I'm you like, don't I didn't care fucking, about anything. I don't come. I didn't come here to pick my food. Well, but that's like a- if there's fish on the menu, it's like, look, I'll go fishing. I enjoy going fishing. Sure. And, you know, sometimes I'll, most of the time I catch and release, every once in a while I'll keep one and then I'll eat, eat it, it sure. right? I've done that too. But like the novelty of, of basically being like, I'll have that lobster or I'll have that is yeah. just like, like it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. What about steak? Like, so like for instance, at a, at a, re- at a restaurant where they'll bring a steak card by, you know? I don't, I don't really, that doesn't, cause once again, I'm like that cart could have been like. They pull all the best looking ones. They bring out a cart and they go, "This is representative of all the meat we have." And then maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Do you ever go into a deli and pick out a specific steak? Sure, but that's different because I know that that's <laughs> going to cook because I'll cook it. What about at a Korean barbecue restaurant where they bring you the meat and then you cook it? 
I don't, I'm not into that either. I'm like, oh I don't, my god! Like, what the fuck am I paying for? The meat that you're getting, like you're paying. Yeah, but then you're a grocery store with a fucking barbecue in the middle. Sounds good to me. What's wrong with that? That'd be amazing. There's a grocery store where you just like they had a kitchen in the middle where you could cook whatever you bought. I don't want to. I don't want to. Do I'm that. into that. Let's open up a store. But then why do I have a kitchen at home? Well, because I want to go home. I want to make my meal. I want to enjoy. What myself. if you're on the road? I watch a hockey game. What if you're on the road? What if you're then in? Then I'll go to a restaurant where I don't have to fucking pick my food or cook my food. It's not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what about buffets where you're picking the food that you're eating? I'm not in that it's either. Not being brought to you. I'm not really a buffet person either. What is your? What is your? What are you? What are you, man? A normal fucking restaurant <laughs> where you go and you say, <laughs> where you're like, I want oatmeal. And yeah. you fucking look on the list. And, and they I'm say, like, here are the oats we have available for you, sir. Point to one. <laughs> yeah, they're like, point to 150 <laughs> point oats. To each <laughs> oat. <laughs> now, there no, are many pages in this oat book, so please decide which one you'd like. I don't want to do it. So, what's your, what's your thing, like, as far as... Like, to me, picking a steak is like, I want, I would like to pick, you put on the menu, like, there's the, there's a, a New York... There's a filet mignon. There's fucking ribeye. Like yep. there's all those things. Like I would like to pick what it, what the cut is sure. because, like in general, the cuts mean different things. But I don't necessarily. To me, the idea, the novelty of like, let me point to the one I want mm -hmm. is like, no, it doesn't do anything for you. No, not at all. I don't really like it. I like pointing at things I want. And then them making it for me. It's, it's or, like, or living under the the illusion that they that that's what you're getting. Yeah, because you have well, no confirmation. But well, you. I mean, you're right. You're right. See, Once because as soon as room. you pick it, the the illusion of power is created, right? Which is yeah. like I'm in control of my destiny. Yeah. I've chosen what steak I'm going to have. I can you know do whatever I want for a living. Like all of those <laughs> things are, are you're living in that moment of like I have control over everything. Yeah. You pick the steak, and then it goes in the back, and they're like, they throw some other one on the grill. That probably looks exactly the same. That's just a deceptive. I don't care for it. But it doesn't, but like to me, it also creates, it, it, it basically is just, to me, it's a trick. You're basically making the, they're, they're going like, oh, by allowing you to choose, it's going to, it's like you feel more in control and you're more invested. You're getting a lot of text messages I am, right now. I know. Are any of them important? Uh, what would you rate the like one to ten? Okay, a one a level one text is me just saying the word Scott and sending that. That's a level one text. That's just a like a hey. Then I'm gonna follow up with something. That's a level one. Yeah. A level ten would be like um, the dog's. It's your uh, wife. Emergency. And she's like, you gotta get back here. The dog needs to go to the vet. Yeah, yeah. That's a ten. Yeah. What level are those text messages? Would you say? They're probably like a three. They're threes, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like about something. Yeah. So have things going on. doesn't need your immediate response, but you will eventually respond. I will respond to all of these once I get done, yeah. Wow. And I like your attitude, Scott. Threes. What, what, what level, where would you stop and say, I need to respond to this? Level seven? It really has to do with like, if here are the instances. One, somebody... Um, injury, anything like that. Sure, yeah. Anything injury related, or if somebody was just like something happened and somebody's upset and they need to like something where it's like a genuine um, 
genuine problem. Yep. Like not even an emergency. Sure. Like something where it's like somebody was upset. If you were upset, uh-huh. you were like, oh my God, something happened. They didn't let me choose my steak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, or you woke up to Scott, the fact that like, like they don't actually they don't let me choose my steak. <laughs> they don't, I don't let know me what's happening. This is all a lie. It could be any steak. This could be literally any steak. It might not even. I be feel beef. powerless. I feel. I don't think I have control of my destiny anymore. <laughs> you could just see the all tears that power is drained. And then I would, then I would call you and be like, "Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to reality." <laughs> um, I think if somebody was like. As far as business goes, right? Yep. So there's personal, which yep. is which to me trumps. And then as far as business goes, if it was something that I was like, this particular issue, like if I was in the middle of a job, yep. like right now I'm not necessarily in the middle of a job, so I'm not going to get any texts that would be like, this thing is happening and, and you're the only one, like a question. Yeah. Like when I was doing Freebirds, it's like... That would have been a time where there might have been a text where it's like there's a question that needed answering immediately and I was the only one with the information mm-hmm. or a problem to deal with. Because then yeah. I'm like, I'm being paid yep. to deal with that. So then I would jump off. Well, but that's, that's about it. Wow. Otherwise, these are all conversations that I started that I will continue when we're done. Wow. But for now, I'm here with you. <laughs> You're holding hands across the table, everybody. It's happening. Uh well, Scott, it's, so, it's you went to Chile. It was great. We went to Santiago for a couple of days, hung out there, and then we went up to the Atacama Desert, which is in the very far north of Chile, mm-hmm. and it is very high up as far as the elevation. The hotel was at about 9,800 feet, <sighs> so you, there is like an altitude thing. It's where Alma is, yeah. which is very exciting, which I didn't even think about until we were driving somewhere. And there was a sign on the side of the road that said Alma, and there you saw the gate to go up, and you could see the you could see like where they live or something mm-hmm. like that um, on the hill. But then the array is like, oh, then there's like all these volcanoes and mountains, and the array is like you gotta climb way up to actually see them. So you stayed where you stayed was like a mile and three quarters up in the air. Yeah, That's I was like crazy. sitting there thinking about because I climbed Mount St. Helens with my dad. Yeah. And uh, that was only like 82. That's like, I think to get to the top of the crater is like 8,250 or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was higher than that, just at the hotel. And then we would go out on bike rides or hikes, the hikes mostly. Um, at, you're up at like 13,000 feet. And then we were going to keep going, but Alex, when she did fall off the horse, she hurt her butt pretty good. Mm-hmm. So like it took her a few days to get really walking again. So we did some smaller hikes, but... You have to continue to acclimatize to yeah. go to do like these volcano hikes. Yeah, we drove up to this one place and saw these amazing, <clears throat> these amazing lagoons, and uh, we were up. I think like I, I think they said it was like it was over four thousand meters, which I think is like twelve thousand feet, give or take a little bit, right? Yeah, or it was forty five hundred, forty six hundred meters. I mean, we got up pretty high. And it was cold. It was cold, too. The hotel was cold? The hotel was about normal. The hotel was nice. It was never super hot. Mm-hmm. And it was at night, It would the temperature would drop. So what what goes on in a hotel in Chile, like in at, at this mountain retreat resort town place you went to? Like, uh, you, got, you get a nightcap in the hotel bar? Is it that kind of a situation? Sure. Yeah. You can get, you, like, you, you kind of are paying. 
the place you want is like you pay and then like everything's you know you eat your meals there generally and there's yeah. a bar and so you can kind of go to the bar whenever you want i could have gone to the bar at eight in the morning how was the like, food how was the specific food there the food is really good was, at the hotel it was good yeah could you get a burger if you wanted one uh, probably if you want really wanted one, you could ask for it. Yeah, did you ask for one? No, I, I was like, why do you hate America? Why do I hate America? <laughs> Number one, <laughs> um, I don't like. That's my thing is I when we were in Santiago. Yeah, we were at this. Uh, we were in this neighborhood called Providencia or something. It's like a university neighborhood, and there we walked by a place that was like a burger joint. Mm. Like it was a burger joint. Like it was like it, 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 you when you. When you saw it, you would have been like, I could see that in Venice Beach. Or I could see that in hot, like reclaimed wood. It was yeah. very new, and it was like a burger specialty place with French fries and stuff. And we had just landed, and there was that temptation. But I'm like, I could, I'm like, there's no way that this burger is like, if if I flew down there, I was like, like. Chile has the best hamburgers in the world, then I would do it. But I'm yeah. like, I didn't fly all the way down here to eat like a hamburger. Not but, that I'm against hamburgers. But didn't you though? Didn't you? No. If you right. really think about it. <laughs> so you did that for t- that was ten. You had a ten day trip. It was a ten day trip. Uh, the the one thing that happened that was like a lot of it was just awesome. Yeah. And at a certain point, it's like it's not that exciting to just talk about how you had an how, awesome trip. How great everything was. Yeah. And how happy you were. Yeah. And so many more years of wonderful marriage you're gonna have. Yeah, no one wants to hear that shit. <laughs> but we get to the so we're in the, the, the airport where you fly out of, right? Yeah. The, not Santiago. It's called LAX. No. <laughs> so the airport is in Kalama, uh-huh. which is in the north, and it's like a they're literally they're, they're building it. They're building the airport right now. It's a small airport and there's a big uh coal uh copper mining in up near there, big, huge copper mines. So the planes are filled with guys like going up and down. Like guys, like I think they fly in and work for eight days, ten days, and then fly home. Like they do straight days and they fly home for four days or something like that. I don't know the exact. But so we fly in. We fly in. We drive an hour to the town where we're staying. On the way back, we drive up. The van pulls up, and there's a huge crowd in the front. Right. Mm-hmm. Like huge crowd around the front doors where it's like and they're just sitting there with their luggage i was like oh my god this line is crazy like we're never gonna get on the plane because if this is the line like we've only got an hour and like five minutes and like i can't see us getting on the plane and we're with a brazilian couple and uh they luckily i mean i speak very little spit they're swingers they're 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 swingers that hate americans swingers yeah (laughs) So, so that's so the all story. You can say in Portuguese so is obrigado. 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 Um, and so the guy went and checked and there was a bomb threat. Ah. And they shut down the airport. Cool. And so, and the van had already left. Oh boy. So I was like, oh wow, like that's crazy. There's a bomb threat. So everybody's kind of waiting. And then all of a sudden like the Hurt Locker guy comes out. Right, you know. Oh, what I mean? the bombs! The bombs! Yeah, cost him. yeah. They, <laughs> Not Jeremy they... Renner. Yeah, like, what? Jeremy Renner's yeah. down there? Hawkeye's here. <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh, to that restaurant across the street here, Chibo. Oh yeah, I see him there every once in a while. Oh, I know. Yeah, 
Hawkeye eats over there. So Hawkeye comes out. So a real bomb guy, not Jeremy Renner. Oh. I'm not. Look, maybe he has diff- diffused a bomb before. Who knows? For real. Who uh, knows? I don't want to take that away from him. So this guy comes out. This guy comes out, and then basically all the people online just kind of like raise their hands and go like, "Yay!" And then they all start piling in the airport. No official word from anybody. No. Just the guy comes out. <laughs> That was it from my from my from my perspective. <laughs> Hurt Locker walks out, the crowd cheers, and then everybody just starts moving into the airport. <laughs> so you just go, eh, might as well go in. Yeah, I was like, well, let's go get on the plane. What's right? security like there? It's not. It's not huge. I mean, it's not huge. Well, what I'm saying is like, what? How long? Does it take to get through security versus like leaving in a domestic flight here? Um, security's not that. It, I mean, the security lines, it, it all moved pretty quick. Like, yeah. we got on the plane with like, we probably had like, like, we were standing out there probably like five or six minutes waiting for the, for the, for the, for Hawkeye. Yeah. For Hurt Locker. Only six Hawkeye. minutes of Hawkeye. And, and, and then he there. comes out. And then, then we were standing in line at one point. So we're standing in line just to get the tickets because I didn't print my tickets because I was so relaxed. Dummy. Dummy. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Like, he printed his tickets, but I had bags. And the bag line was the same as the ticket line. All right. So the guy, the Brazilian couple, the swingers, they had printed their tickets, but they had bags to check, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. So, so I'm like, not a dummy. Hey, look at everybody. I I just... Saved no time and wasted no time. Yeah, exactly. Same line. I'm just I'm the same as all of you. We should probably fuck in this line, swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kill some time. Yeah. Um, and so um so we're standing in line and then two guys in a military outfit like suddenly come around the corner and they're carrying a metal case, like between them, so one's on each like yeah. it's heavy enough that there's and so it's like a big metal case, mm-hmm. and they just kind of nonchalantly like walk out of the building with it. <laughs> what do you think it was? Do you think it was the bomb? Do I don't think, think it was, was a, a nuclear warhead. I don't. I don't think it was either of those. But your immediate, my imagination immediately went to like, is that a fucking bomb? <laughs> and then we just in that casual of a country, where they're like, hola. <laughs> What if it was like a tent, just a really big tent? Just a heavy tent? Yeah. Just two guys are like, we came up here to go camp. <laughs> in the desert, it's fantastic. That's yeah, French. French. They're French. They're French, French. They're they're French soldiers with a, <laughs> with a giant tent. So you did that, and then uh, what else have you done? You came back from Chile? I came back from Chile. Uh, and then I left. And then you left. Came back. So we like, didn't record. That's why we're recording today. I'm like, not leaving here. again. You leaving left. Tonight. You did something. I went on a trip, then I got back. Yep. And then you then went I went on to a Seattle trip. and Portland. Yes. And then I got in Tuesday night. And then last night at 9.30, I got the message from Delta that was like, ready to check in for your next flight. And I was like, fuck everything. To go to Boston? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Scott. You don't want to go? I don't want to go anywhere. I'm tired of traveling right now. I um, I mean, I'm going to Vancouver. Well, then I gotta go. When I come back from Boston, I immediately have to like go to Phoenix. Going to Phoenix isn't really like truck. By the way, like Phoenix, car. if you're out there, why don't you swing by? See me and Jonah Ray at the Phoenix. Oh, yeah, uh, there you go. 
Stand up live in Phoenix, Arizona. There you go. Tell the people. I'm driving out. You're going to drive? Yeah. Was it five hours, six yeah, hours? That's what five hours, six hour drive, something like that. Five yeah. and a half. Well, you like to drive. Yeah, I'm all So I'm why all are you for complaining it. about going I'm to not Phoenix? I'm complaining about going to Phoenix. You just did. Did I? Yeah. I didn't mean to. I love yeah. Phoenix. Everyone in Phoenix is great. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you're complaining about Phoenix. You're oh. complaining about traveling. Yeah, I don't like traveling. But you like to drive. I'm okay driving. I just don't. Listen, I'd rather just sleep. That's not true. I'd go crazy if I just had nothing to do. Well, if you just slept. I don't know. If you just slept, then you would actually be in a coma. <laughs> Essentially. We wouldn't record this podcast. That's true. I took the... Uh, I could record your breathing, and I could just talk to you bedside. <laughs> I took the train from Portland to Seattle. Reverse that. I took the train from Seattle to Portland. Yeah. Four and a half hours. Yeah? Yeah. It's like a three-hour drive. Yeah, but it was uh, it was nice. It's it was called really the, nice. I forget the Starlight name of Express. It. Starlight Express. Yeah, I was gonna take it once from there to Vancouver, BC. I recommend it, but uh, it like it was during the winter and it snowed so it snowed so hard that the train was shut down. Oh wow! Yeah, and Alex and I were kind of trapped in the city. Um, in what city? Portland. It's not really a place to be trapped. I mean, you're not really trapped there. We couldn't leave. Yeah, but we couldn't leave on the train. We got Powell's and hang out there. It was for... closed. A lot of stuff was closed. Oh my god! Because all the public was transportation was was closed. Oh no, it can get to work because nobody drives there. Well, but also because and if they do drive there, they drive Subaru Outbacks. A lot, yeah. There's a lot of Subarus up there. Yeah. You ever notice that? No, I mean I notice a lot of bikes. A lot of a lot of people use the public transportation, which like generally when I go, I just use public I transportation. A, I was walking across the street. And there was an old guy on a bicycle. Yeah. With a, you know, it's an old bearded guy. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. That's a, that, be that you. is, you know what? You saw me. But the, I just, the future like, me. I looked up the road. I didn't see anybody coming. And I saw him and sort of stopped. So I just walked across the street in a crosswalk. And then he just points at me and goes, jaywalking. <laughs> I just maybe that's how he keeps young. Is he just like, like what? he's just like maybe that's how he keeps fresh? Is he just like jaywalking? Yeah, like what? Walking? Fuck you, old man! I was walking across the street. Deal with it. Did you say it to him? No. Well, I said it's too late now. I said I did say to him. <laughs> he's not a listener. I did say to him, "I hate you, you and your city." <laughs> I was a little fed up with Portland by that point. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Portland and I, it's okay. We share to... a lot of thought, like common interests. A lot of great places in Portland, like your ground controls, your Powell's books, your International Rose Test Gardens. It's just not your city. It just—I don't know. It's allowed to not be your. There's city. There's just so many homeless people, and uh, there's homeless. Here's the thing: like, it's a small city, yeah. So. You take all the homeless people in Boston and you put them in a. It's like it's almost. I mean, I mean, L.A. is like a huge a lot of homeless people. Yeah, that's why I also don't like Santa Monica. Downtown L.A. Well, it's like Skid Row. Yeah, are we going to solve that problem? We're going to fuck. We're going to sex somebody (laughs) and then solve the whole thing. Oh yeah. Um, So that never happened. No, but let's see. What else? Portland. I don't know. I feel like. Next time I go to Portland, which I'm, I I will go back, I think I need to like plan out like hikes. I got to plan that out. Uh, I th- I need more activities and a bicycle. 
I walked a lot. I really should have. I feel like I should have biked. I um, it's not a big city, which is why I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's very contained. It's beautiful, but you can also like bike out to the it's neighborhoods. Beautiful and everybody's nice. It's beautiful. Everyone's nice, but you'd hate it. Actually, let's back it up. Everybody was really nice in Seattle. All the every all the clerks, all the waiters, all the everybody I dealt with in Seattle was super nice. Portland, less so. All right. How do you feel about that, Scott? I am. Um, I don't know. I don't. I. I don't necessarily register like niceties. Yeah, I don't have that hang up. I don't need people to be nice to me. I know. I just want because then I have to be nice. I want batteries. They just better have batteries. See, my thing is like you. If you want people to be nice to you, then you better be nice. I am. But you hate everybody. Yeah. But you exude that. I don't exude that. You sit down and people are just like, this guy hates me. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not true. You don't think that any of... You think you're that good at shielding your, your yeah. hate aura? Yeah. Your aura of hate? Your black... Yes. The black glow that, yeah. that I see the around your body? that emits from me? <laughs> I think so. A li- you don't think it's... A, you think that... You think that you control it all the time? Yeah. I do. To uh, a point. Okay. As soon as I get a little guff, I'll give it right back. And guff... Jaywalking. <laughs> guff from that guy. Guff from fucking CVS McGee over in keyboards. You're a guff. You you got you got um you got a guff chip. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of guff. Guff chip people. on your shoulder. Just getting a lot of guff. I'll give it right back. I like if some guy pointed at me and said jaywalk, I would like it wouldn't occur to me to do anything. <laughs> like it wouldn't even register with me. I don't me. know why it bothered me so much. Because you don't like people. One, you probably don't like people pointing at you. Yeah. But two, it's like you're just like, I, like I Brian Johnson is like, I mean, you think you have a guff chip? Like <laughs> homie's got like a fucking guff log cabin built on it. Like he does not like. like he's like he, anybody trying to get one over on him. <laughs> like he just fucking he just like all the hair on his back. It's just like he's just ready to pounce. And I get that. I get that from you, where it's like that guy's just like jaywalk. You're like, fuck you. Like I'm not fucking standing for this. Like you're not gonna fucking point at me and tell me something. I hate you. I hate you. Like I like I'm gonna get the last word. Whereas I'm like, it's nonsensical. Like who? I don't even know who the person is. Like I don't care. Yeah, I'll never see him again in my life. Like that but sort of thing doesn't bother me. If, I'll if, always remember. If he was like, hey, you fucking asshole, like fucking wait for the crosswalk or whatever, I'd be like. Then I would be like, fuck you, there's no one coming. Like, I'm a fucking adult. Like, go yeah. eat my shit. Yeah. But if they're weird, like, point at me and say jaywalk, where I'm like, is that even a burn? It's not even anger. It's, it's like, just what a, is it? I didn't care for it. I I get it. Maybe because there was nothing. There was no, there were no other words. There were no other words. Because he, he was too- He didn't say, you're jaywalking, or hey, buddy, well, that's my point. jaywalking. Like, maybe, that's his, maybe that's how he keeps fresh, is he just, he's observant, and he's like, <laughs> making sure he remembers things. I didn't care He's like, that's it. jaywalking. There was that's really- moonwalking. <laughs> that's regular walking. That's a Subaru. <laughs> that's another Subaru. So many Subarus. I, I kind of made me want to get a Subaru. I, I uh... 
Like I was thinking about like maybe I should get an Outback. I went to North Face. I, I was like, yeah. Let me let me get. You go to, they have Icebreaker. I didn't go to Icebreaker. Ooh, an eight hundred number. That's my fucking sex chat. Nice. That'd be awesome. I was like, just second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you the sex operator? Yeah. <laughs> uh, could you do that? Could you do that for like? Could you just like, if someone was like, talk man, sexy to like, you'll make you'll make this amount of money a, a month. You yeah, know? and you're like, you know what? I want a new bike. Sure. So I can sex talk for a bike. Well, how long? What kind of a commitment is it? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes a day. Twenty minutes. Yes. Twenty minutes a day. One no. call a day. How much money is it going to pay me? Tell me how much money, because this is this is where I'm. I don't really do things for less than like a certain amount of money. So go ahead. Per 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 thing. Per let's say. Well, tell me what I'll make for the month. From this, from this fifteen hundred bucks. Not doing it. Fifteen hundred bucks. I'm not doing it. Twenty minutes a day. Twenty minutes like, of my oh, day. Oh, I'm so hard. My dick is right in my. Oh, it's no. in my hand. No. Oh, look at it. Look at it. You're bad at it's it. It's turning purple. <laughs> oh, I'm call a doctor. It. Call a doctor. It's I'm turning purple. It. My dick. I hate purple. it. I hate it. My dick told me to jaywalk. <laughs> You're jaywalking. My dick's jaywalking across my stomach. Oh. Ah, uh, see. No, I wouldn't do it. Fifteen hundred bucks. I think five thousand or eight. I don't 000. think I could do it. Five to eight thousand dollars. I don't think I could do it. I would be bored like a minute in. You'd be bored twenty three milliseconds in you'd be bored the, from the moment your thumb moves i guess it might be answer. interesting if it was like i mean all right, it doesn't i guess if it was a dude it would be more interesting yeah because then i'd be like it'd be more interesting than a girl yeah because i'd be like oh this is different like it would make me important pay attention more sure if it sure. was like a guy going like you, you fucking is your dick hard <laughs> <laughs> is your dick hard i'll be the guy um, is your dick hard? Is oh, follow dick, up. Is your dick hard, quick, Matt? Speaking of speaking of dick hards, uh, quick follow up to. I would like to say thank you to the good folks at our favorite music store, Sam Ash, <laughs> for sending over a box over to to us here at Phoebe and really everyone on the on the Smodco network uh, with a buttload of Sam Ash t shirts, Sam Ash. Uh, there's coffee mugs. There's Sam Ash clocks. There's Sam Ash. Ba- there's there's Duracell batteries. Most from Sam Ash. Um, and I uh, just want to thank Brian Ash, who is the uh, social media director over there at Sam Ash, who I believe is one of the Ashes. I mean, I was gonna say, yeah, I believe. I, I you know, or he, his if- father, I think, uh, also signed the letter. Who is who is one of the Samuel Ashes? Wow! Uh, so you know we say here at Phoebe, uh, you want batteries? Go to Sam Ash, yeah, because they're gonna have them. Because they'll have them. And if they for some reason happen to be out, even though they said in the letter we always have batteries, if for some crazy reason they happen to be out of batteries, I bet they'd be really cool about it. Well, they probably wouldn't tell you that they don't have batteries. They probably wouldn't lie, and then they probably wouldn't tell you to go to CVS. So just remember that. It's true. Plus, you know, Guitar Center, you know what? I'm over you guys. I was never... I used to go to them because they were like $50 cheaper on a guitar. Well, guess what? Sam Ash will price match anything. If you see it for a lower price advertised, 
They'll beat it. Did you just make that up? Or no, that I didn't true? make that up. That's true. Okay. That's true. <laughs> I would just Brian Adams is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because you get a cup. Uh, and Brian, if you're out there listening somehow, uh, please make sure the the store in Los Angeles keeps having plenty of left-handed guitars. Thank you very much. <laughs> if the company somehow finds a left-handed Rickenbacker in stock, send it to the one in LA. I'll buy it. The one on Sunset? Yeah. It's the right. only one in LA. All right. All right. Well, it's the only one in Los Angeles proper. There's like a Sherman Oaks one. Yeah. There's a couple out there. There's one on the way to Disneyland. It's really a good time. I enjoy Sam Ash. Right on. Sam Ash also in Orlando, Florida. I'm they sure they're, they're national, aren't they? They're they're seemingly coastal. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Not 100% sure. Look for Sam Ash near you. And you know what? If there's not one near you, samash.com. It's true. For all your needs. All of them? All your musical sex needs. Sex chats? Not sex chats. Like they won't sex, sex chat you. Although I don't know what their customer service line is like. They might... They might be willing to do it. They might get you off. I don't know. Don't okay. quote me on that. Well, yeah, you can quote me on the fact that I don't know if they'll get you <laughs> off. You can quote me on that. Um, so back to my discussion of Portland and whether or not I like it. Uh, as I'm talking about it, the pros are outweighing the cons. Maybe I was just in a bad mood. Why'd you get all? You were pretty persnickety about it. I was very persnickety about you it. You said it was boring. I was bored. Yeah. But is that the city's fault? It might be my fault. <laughs> it might be my fault. I think we're learning a lot about me. Were right you bored now. because you were like, what am I going to do? I don't know. I was bored. I kind of wish that I had sort of like gone with like some sort of crazy abandon and eaten anything I wanted to. Oh, so that, that, that. You know, that sort of hindered me a bit. I would have liked it. I didn't even have a beer the entire time I was in Portland. Oh. Oh, now you're seeing where I'm coming from a little bit. Yeah. 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 There is lot, like there's lots of stuff to do in Portland, but eating and having a, you know, like beer and and like I you don't eat. have to. I'm not you saying. Don't have to, sure. Children I don't have to drink a, beer in Portland. I but ate at uh, some good places. There's Ava good jeans. I went to Ava Jeans. Yep. Really good Italian food. I went there too. Really good. Then I went to Salt and Straw. Salt and straw, straw and salt. Salt, salt and straw. Salt and straw. Yeah, ice cream. The ice cream place. Very good. It's really good ice cream. Yeah. Guess what? There's Rich. one coming to LA. I heard that. Yeah, I told you that. I know. Archmont. Yeah. September. It's 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 really good. It's it's, it's great. It's great. It's ha- like uh, <clears throat> I don't mean it in a bad way. It's the reason it's great was like it's heavy though. Like I was. Oh, like, it's very rich. Very rich. Like I, yeah. Alex and I went to. Not Ava Jeans because we had oh, we had gone somewhere else and then we went to Salt and Straw and I was like it was great but I was like whoa like I was like I felt really full. I got two scoops in a waffle cone. Yeah, vanilla and salted. I mean, caramel. As soon as you walk in, the waffle cone smell yeah. smell is like well, that was the thing too. Like I would always going. like I would make waffle cones when I managed the ice cream store back yeah. in Stone in Massachusetts. The Daily Scoop it's still there. Yeah, different owners now, but. uh I would make waffle cones throughout the day, and it would be kind of a fun thing. Like, if we had a bunch of waffle cones sitting unsold, I would just start making waffle cones, and they'd start selling. Because I'm telling you, like, as soon there, as you like, smell it, you're like, give me the fucking I need that waffle cone. Waffle Where else did you eat? so good. Uh, oh. Ate at the Whale Winds in Seattle, which is a very good restaurant. Yeah. Highly recommend that. 
I haven't uh, been there, but I've heard of it. Okay, well then, I'm saying go there. Okay. Whalewinds is really good. Uh, that, oh, we did the whole, like, you know, you go to, um, you go to the Pike's place in Seattle. Yeah, the market, get the mac the public and cheese market. from, uh, what's it called? Baxter or something like that? I haven't been to Seattle in probably, I well, mean, I've flown in, but I've not been in Seattle downtown in like probably, I think Jersey Girl when we recorded the score. I don't think I've been downtown Seattle. Wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, you get mac and cheese and then you get these piroshkis. That's sort of the thing to do down yeah, there. Yeah, That's yeah. the things that have the crazy lines. And uh, the mac and cheese is pretty good. Piroshkis, no good. Oh, so you stood in line and then you were like... Stood in line, got them, and then I was like, well, these are very authentic because they taste like the insides were made by an old Russian woman. Like yeah. it just tasted like weird flavor. Like water? it was like boiled forever. Like whatever yeah, was inside yeah. of it, I didn't care for it. So big thumbs the down. The dessert, on that. though, they had an apple cinnamon one that was really good. Gotcha. So there's some there's some redeeming qualities over there yeah. for that for that Peroshki situation. Uh, otherwise, people in Seattle were good. Did a fun show at the at the Neptune. Mm, uh, I know the Neptune with Doug Benson and uh, Ken Jennings and it's a movie Sam theater. Levine. It was really great. It it's like in the University District. Yeah, just north. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Kevin and I we went to. I think Clerks won a show there, but I, I, I think we, I just remember us being there and seeing, um, um, we went down to the Seattle Film Festival, like when we were in school. We drove all the way down to like, that was happening this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Did it show, did Clerks show there? I can't remember. I think it did show there, like, f- like after we went to Sundance and stuff. I, I remember like having some friends and stuff and we had dinner near there. Yeah. It's a cool town. I went to the EMP. Hadn't been there yet. I've been there. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah. Seeing the Experience Music Project. Project. Yeah, but it was like. Which was supposed to be the Jimi Hendrix Museum. Which it might as well be at oh, this yeah. point. Like, But it was. It, he couldn't get the rights or whatever. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it was great. They had a couple of his. They have his. They had a couple of his guitars. They had yeah. a Strat from uh, Woodstock that Paul Allen apparently bought. Yeah. Um, they had a black 65 Stratocaster of his that was great. It was kind of weird just seeing them, just seeing those instruments. It's a cool so building. Iconic. It's fun. Yeah. I haven't been to the Science Fiction Museum. That's downstairs. It's a good time. Oh, yeah? It's all right. <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> You made a face like you're t- like this is what Matt did. <laughs> I was like, "Have you been there?" And then he basically made a face like he was like, "I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to poop on it." <laughs> so he made a face to me, almost like I'm telling you with my my eyes <laughs> not to go, but I'm not gonna tell the audience not to go. And then you gave up. <laughs> I gave up. I couldn't be dishonest with myself. <laughs> no, it was. It's. I mean, it's good. It's good. There's a lot of. There's cool stuff in there. But it's a little you're sparse. Underwhelmed. It's a little sparse. You were underwhelmed. Yeah. Admit it. Yeah. I right. just maybe I wanted more stuff from Star Trek the Next Generation. It's true. I and mean, all they have is a Batleth and uh Data's uniform. So Which they say on the plaque was Data's uniform from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety whatever. Which is wrong because the uniform that was on display was from season three on. 
Oh, so now I see why you're like, to not, and it doesn't matter. Because I could have gone and like I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Well, I would not have listen, known. That's just, that's where we're different. Yeah. You kind of go through life a lot easier than I do. Because I don't focus on anything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Jaywalking. Yes, I am. Yep. Thank you. Fuck you. This this is this, this is the real uniform. This is amazing. <laughs> I can't believe I've seen it. They got the ears wrong. <laughs> anyway, so that was cool. But the really cool thing for me was seeing those Hendrix guitars, and then there's yeah. a guitar gallery. Yep. And then they had a Nirvana exhibit. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of. Cobain's guitars, mm-hmm. which I thoroughly enjoyed because he's a lefty. Yeah. So I like to see these lefty guitars around. It's a it's a cool place. You it's funny because they have like they have Clapton's brown fifty seven Stratic fifty six Stratocaster. Yeah. Hardtails, so the tremolos locked. There's no no whammy bar on it. They have that, and then next to that they have. Uh, trying to remember whose guitar was right next. Oh, so it's like Hendrix's Woodstock guitar, Clapton's. Uh, brown sunburst Stratocaster that he called Brownie. And then Carrie Brownstein's Epiphone SG. Who's Carrie Brownstein? Uh, of Slater Kenny. Oh, okay. Yeah, in yeah, Portlandia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, it's just really funny that, like, she, like, that's very punk to me is to, like, have the Epiphone SG, which is, like, this $300 guitar, yeah, yeah. this, like, beater guitar that she, like, and you, like, read the plaque and, like, she played it for. For like ten years, like just yeah. just was fine playing the cheapest Epiphone there. It's like two hundred dollars, and like it's right next to like these crazy guitars. I enjoyed that. See, you're very, a lot of fun. You had that. The happy. EMP was great. So you See, had that, and then you went to Portland. And you're like, took the train out of Portland. Had a lot of fun on the train. It was a four hour, ten minute train ride. Had lunch in the lunch car yeah. with an old couple who I enjoyed very much. From they were from Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um. They were really fun. And just like, oh, that's who I want to be when I'm old. Just, just on a train. Just on a train. Just on a 26 hour train ride. Oh, they were going all the way home. They were going all the way home, yeah. Uh, so then we got off, got to Portland, had reservations for Ava Jeans. With Ava Jeans was great. Then I asked you for a breakfast recommendation. Yes. You said go to Tasty and Alder. Alder. But they, but have, they, they have, have Tasty another, and Sons. Tasty and Alder was closed on Monday, Memorial Day. Huh. But Tasty and Sons was open. Yes. So we went there. We waited an hour and a half. Yes. But we got we got in. We sat at the bar. Yeah. And we had some really good, really good food. They were really good. Favorite thing I ordered there was the side of toast and jam. Oh, like it was, was so good. Side of toast and jam. Right? That place has really good breakfast and brunch. I've never gone there for dinner. I'm meaning to go to dinner. I know. They have like decent dinner. But see, that's the other thing. Like if you go to like when my wife are there, it's like we'll go there, but like. You know, and it does make, I can only do it, sometimes I do it too, but like, you know, they have, have a cocktail with breakfast and shit like that. Yeah, did you have cocktail. that? Yes. The breakfast cocktail? I did not. I thought about it. I, I had a couple of cocktails while I was there. Yeah. I went to Departure, which is the, it was on top of our hotel, so the restaurant on top of our yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. Asian Fusion. Uh, had a bibimbap that was pretty good. Yeah. Pork belly was good. It was all right. Mm-hmm. You know? I think all Asian fusion restaurants sort of fuse into each other. Yeah. Nothing's like that different on every menu. You know it what doesn't I mean? even like, I, I kind of like, it, it's gotten to the point where if someone's like, oh, what kind of food is it? Like Asian fusion. I'm like, I just don't like the whole term. Yeah. Is kind of off putting. Yeah. Like just Asian. Yeah. What is it fusing with? Yeah. Can't it just be Asian? 
Yeah, I sure can, Scott. Like, if it's just eight, like, oh, you should, if you go back, there's a bunch of places to go. If you go back, like, you should go to Pock Pock. Oh, yeah, we walked by that. That's really good. Like, really good. Like, like street, uh, like, like Asian you know street what? food, Southeast like, Asian street food. I'm trying to figure out what my problem was with it. Like, well, you got I feel like there was shoulder. a problem with Portland, but I don't know what it is now. Now that I'm discussing the trip as a whole. Um, it's interesting. There's a lot of really good places. The place I want to go eat that I couldn't get, we couldn't get into is Ox, which uh-huh. I hear is amazing. My friends went and they said it was like you couldn't uh, grease some wheels. Say hey, I'm. I'm they don't Phoebes. take reservations. I'm Scott Mosier. Yeah, they're like fuck off. They're like Jay Walker. <laughs> Jay Walker. Jay Walker. <laughs> um, that is where I want to go. Beast is really good. I've been a few times to Beast. Sounds sounds. I brought it up here on the show. I yeah. read the menu. Sounds meaty. It is, but they also have like a vegetarian night. No, you brought the taster. You brought the tasting menu. That was uh, yeah. So they anyway, do a brunch, Tasty too. and Sons, and then I went to Tasty and Aldi the next day. Yeah, which was good, but you like Tasty, tasty and, and Sons a little bit better. Tasty and Sons, I think, is the first one. They also have another restaurant that I haven't been to called Toro Bravo that's supposedly incredible. It's I saw tapas. that cookbook there. Yeah, that I hear is really amazing. And then uh, had a couple of ciders at uh, Ground Control while I played some Tetris. Nice. Really, I love Ground Control. It's a lot of fun. Played some pinball. I made I made Lieutenant Commander on That's the Star amazing. Trek Next Generation pinball machine. And you went to Powell's? Went to Powell's three times. It's pretty, like, <clears throat> sometimes I'm either ready or not. And, like, last time I went up there, I kind of went in and I was not ready. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I gotta get out of here. Well, I... It was pretty overwhelming. It was f- good for me because I was, like, had a conversation with my girlfriend about, like, how I'd always wanted, like, I just want books on etymology and phrase origins, lexiconography. Yes. If you have something specific in mind... Yeah. That's what you have to do. Never enter pals. Well, you can, but if you yeah. enter pals with just, like, I'm just going to browse... It's no. like it's you no. can't get out of the it, no. you usually just turn around and leave yeah because there's too much to do. I mean, sure. you should still go, but it's it's definitely like all that stuff was in the language section. And I bought like five books on it, <clears throat> and I love it. It's great. It's all this, like I always want. Like I never was quite sure how to search for that kind of a book. Like yeah, every time I'd look for like online, it would never. I'd never come up with anything really. And there is something different to the experience where it's like, it's like being online. There's so much shit there. Like, oh my God. It's, it's insane. like, and all you got to do is figure out which room it's in. Yep. Did you go to the rare book room up top? The rare book room was closed. Uh, okay. But I wanted to go in there. What do you think? What do they got in there? Like a eighteen, like a 1600s Canterbury Tales copy or? I don't remember. I went in there so long ago. I mean, I, I think I got like a. My wife got me like a Geek Love first edition, but I don't, I don't, not on that trip. I think she ordered it from there. Oh, I see. It's all first editions, like of various things. I don't even know if that was in the rare book room, but it's like. Yeah, well, I found a first edition of Downtown Owl. Yeah. Uh, Klosterman's book. So I bought that. Well, that's the cool thing, too, is if you want to go look for a book, it's like they'll have multiple print, they'll have views. Yeah, different versions new, of it. Yeah. Like everything you kind of want. Yeah. It is like one of those things. The, the you almost need to bring another fucking suitcase, though. I had to buy another bag because <laughs> it's crazy. Because yeah. you you buy like I've gone there and bought cook. I bought like 
And it's like I bought fucking fifty pounds worth of books. Yeah, I bought I bought six books. I think Dory bought five or ten books. I don't even know. Whatever it was, I was like, we need another bag. Yeah, a so, book bag. Yeah, we got a book bag from Powell's. <laughs> and then I bought a I bought a new bag at the. Uh, I was gonna get one of these huge backpacking bags, you know? Yeah, like one yeah. of these big waterproof crazy bags. Well, you don't want that for day hikes and stuff. Yeah, right? No. No. You don't want that. It's like if I'm going away for a week, then I get that. Like if I'm You like, really only need going to, into the wild. If you need if you are going to overnight camp. Yep. That's when you need it. Even if you go to like like my friend went to the I think it was the Pyrenees or they went to they were they were somewhere in Europe, but it's like you hike from hostel to hostel or whatever. Like even if you're doing that, you don't need that much shit. Yeah. I mean, you don't need it because what you really need is you're generally like, I mean, you may need a larger day pack, but you don't need like one of those massive ones. Yeah. I remember, I remember Brian and I like because I bought one when we went to Australia, New Zealand. But it's like we ultimately didn't do enough. Like over, we didn't really do an overnight thing, so it was like we had it as an option, but it, then it was just like a pain. Yeah, you need like a a solid. I tend to be like if I'm hiking all day, I want something as light as possible. That's what I got. I know I'm getting this. See that, like, that's a good, like, day. It depends. Like, I would even. I'm going to have mine in my car. He just broke up in his fucking water bottle. He's going to pour it all over his his boobs. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> his boobs. <laughs> his boobs. <laughs> what? I have boobs. <laughs> I came back. You all right? Oh, my boobs hurt. You worked out? My boobs don't hurt as bad as when I came back and um, from Chile. Yeah. And because we were so high up, it was hard to like. I was gonna, I brought my bands and stuff to do try to do a workout, but it was like it was hard. It was tough. the The elevation was like. Oh, I fell off my bike while you were. Oh yeah, you fell off your bike. Yeah. Before, before I before I left or when I got back. Was it before you no, left? no, no. It was when I got back. Yeah. I got back and you fell off your bike. You it was crashed. a week ago today. Yeah. And then you fell off your bike again. And then I fell off my bike today, or yesterday rather, yesterday. Are you do you do you get distracted? Are you not focusing? No, I'm focused. Do you look at your phone? No, the phone just has a map on it that so distracts you look at my it. ride. But you don't look at it. I don't really look at it. No, Scott, I'm very focused. I'm a good. I'm a good. You biker. crash all the time. I I got run off the road the first time by a Camaro. That like on I was on Highland the curb the L A the curbs in L A are high, mm-hmm. so I think it's like a it's gonna be a six eight six to eight inch curb right yeah yeah like it's not like something you can just hop up on like because some of the curbs in Boston are like two inches an inch you can get up on an LA curb you just gotta you gotta, if you bunny hop yeah onto the curb you gotta pull up yeah you just gotta get yeah you just gotta you get your front end up a bit you can theoretically fine. do it yeah not on the tires i was on um you could do it even with like normal tires you just gotta get you gotta get you gotta get your top up so you're like you gotta get it up high enough so it's gonna roll over right right back to my story <laughs> okay 
so an old on, guy in a Camaro points to use his jaywalking <laughs> and then runs me off the road. No, he didn't give me quite enough room, and he kept moving over, kept moving over, and uh, like hey! there was a car. There was a car parked in front of me, like uh, we'll say four car lengths up. There was a car parked. Um, so I was still trying to get out of the way of the Camaro, and then what happened was my pedals hit the edge of the curb. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, like, and actually, it's crazy. If you look at my pedals, like, there's a good percentage of the metal that's ground off the curb. Because I was going, like, 16, 17 miles an hour. So you're... Because I was trying... Sparks were flying. I was trying to break my speed record to work. Gotcha. I was was trying to break the 10-minute barrier. I was at 10 minutes, 9 seconds the day before. I was trying to get the under 10. Um, So I was going a little faster than I should have. Probably, and uh, you know, once that once that happened, I couldn't keep it upright because that like sort of ticked everything, took me to the to the right. Yep. And then I ended up just like three things happened immediately. I know I'm going down. I know my bike's in traffic. I just bought the bike. They're really worried about. So the bike. I'm thinking about the bike. I'm also like thinking about the tree that's in front of me. Yeah. So as I'm coming down, I try to pull the bike up onto the curb with me, and then I land. I landed pretty hard on my shoulder, and then I slid sort of and stopped right in front of the tree. And then I, like, all while that while that's happening, I'm still looking at the car. Yeah. That, that pushed me off the road, the gray 2011 Camaro. Yeah. And. uh he just keeps going. Don't even see a brake light. Not even a little tap on the brakes. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about it. He's you. probably just going to go yell jaywalking at somebody else. He's just like, fine, good. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, no fine. one slowed down. No but I think can. no one slowed down because I got up so quickly. Like, I got up I don't think so. I think that's, I think you're giving people too much credit. Yeah, all right. But I did get up immediately. Right. And then, like, I pulled my bike up and I was like, oh, my shoulder wasn't really working. Uh-huh. And uh, I texted work. And the first thing I did was text work. I said, I'm going to be... I'm not going to break my record. I'm going to be a little bit late. <laughs> and then uh, texted my girlfriend, and then uh, then I texted you, Scott. I don't actually know if that's accurate. <laughs> so, I think you waited a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I then I had to, like, try to... And I tried to finish the bike ride. I rode the bike the rest of the way to work. And it worked. So the bike was the fine. The bike was okay. The bike's ticking a little bit weird, but... You can get it serviced. Yeah. I might. I gotta pee. All right, say it right here on the show. He's Scott's gonna go pee. It's fifty. Well, fifty-five minutes in, Scott. You couldn't hold it for like seven well, more minutes. I was starting to get distracted. Oh my god! I'm just looking at your mouth, going, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> Everybody, Scott has gone to go to the bathroom, which is now is a great time to plug some stuff. Uh, if you're gonna be at Fe- in Phoenix, June fifth, you can come see Jonah Ray and I. We're gonna be doing a new podcast, actually. So we're going to do stand-up, and then we're going to do a new sort of podcast version of the Matt and Jonah show. Um, but we're going to charge for it because we need to make money, I guess is really what I'm saying. Uh, it's going to be good, I think. Actually, if it's not good, we'll just not even release it. But if it's good, we'll charge you $2 for it. I think that's the cheapest you can charge on iTunes. I'm not 100% sure. Whatever the cheapest amount of money you can charge for something on iTunes is, that's what we'll be charging. So I think it's a dollar ninety nine, maybe 
$3. I think it's $1.99. Uh, and then after that, we're doing a live Nerdist show at uh, San Diego Comic-Con on the 26th. And on the 25th, which is July, July 25th and July 26th, 25th, they're doing a live at midnight at the Balboa Theater in San Diego. So you can go see that. That's the show I write for uh, during the week. Uh, and then on Saturday, we're doing a live Nerdist podcast. So you can see me, Hardwick, and Joe Ray doing whatever it is we do over on the Nerdist Network. And that's pretty much that as far as plugs go. Uh, Scott's still peeing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we did, oh, I could read a Phoebe, a Phoebe, uh, Phoebe mailbag, Phoebe bag, if you will, while he's gone. Boy, this is really, I'm really struggling here. Uh, here he comes. Oh my God. Thank God. I really ran out of stuff to say. Yeah, I did actually. I just plugged stuff. Oh, you're plugging. I was plugging the, I was plugging all sorts of fun. Um, we should do. We talked about it before we should do the new poll, which is nude yes or nude no. <laughs> uh, or no nude or yes nude or – oh, no. We got to pick one, right? So nude, uh, nude yes or nude no. In- nude yes, nude no. So what this, what we're trying to establish is that Scott's a weirdo. Well, okay. First of all, phase one. Yes. Phase one. Scott's not a weirdo. <laughs> Scott is not a weirdo because Splash Yes won. Uh, and in fact, I've read people who have been converted. Yeah, I have read that as well. So, so there is, you got some conversions out there. You're like a regular uh, crusade. I am. For Splash Yes. So the next one is Sleeping Naked. Naked, naked No, everybody. Naked No or Naked or Which naked one are we no. doing? Naked No. Naked Yes. Naked Yes. I am naked, yes. I am naked, no. Fully naked. And I believe that... All naked, all the time. I believe that you'll all agree with me that that's, like, not enjoyable. It's the best. It's not the best. It is. It's sweaty. It's gross. Why is it you don't sweat when you have clothes? It makes well, no do, sense like, to me. The clothes absorb it. Oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> it's like you're you're laying in sheets. You're laying in, like, clothes without holes. <laughs> You are. It's like you're. It's not like you're. It's not like I'm naked, hanging upside down like a bat or something. It's like I'm in a bed. You're supposed to be naked. We're not supposed to necessarily wear clothes. Sure. It's the one time where it's like I don't have to wear clothes and I don't have to have people like. I'm also not a nudist. Like I don't want to go to a nudist colony. I'm that person. I don't want to sit and read in the nude. I mean, I do every once in a while, but like I don't necessarily want to eat in the nude. You read in the nude. I mean, I probably have. I mean, I, like some of those sit up in bed and Who start reading. Who makes a point of that? Oh, I guess. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. And you're naked. Yeah. So. Like a weirdo. No. Being naked is not weird. Naked, no. Putting on clothes, like putting on clothes to go to bed to me is just, I don't know. It don't seems so crazy. You put on clothes to go to bed. You sort of like. You do. Peel away layers. I just sleep in boxers and a t-shirt. The same? Yeah. And so there's never a point where you put on another t-shirt? Correct. Never? Never. You have. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. You're saying you've never actually like been like put on another t-shirt to go to sleep in? Ever. Maybe. Maybe. 
Sometimes I put on like a jer- baseball jersey to sleep in. See, I know people like I know people that just have, they have outfits that they sleep in, which to me is like it's classy. I mean, you know, I, it's like I, I I'm like I lo- I'm all f- I want a free ball. <laughs> I want to be free, Scott. You can't. I really... want to be free, naked. Yes, naked. No, everybody. That'll be on our Facebook page, uh, Feeb, uh, Facebook dot com slash Feebpod. Yeah, and uh, I think Feeb was taken somehow. Maybe. Who took? Why would someone take that? I don't know. Maybe a. It's a, it's a made up word. It's a word we made up. Look, Scott. I don't know everything. I want to get a. I want to get. I want to go hiking. That's what I want to do. I decided when I came back from Portland, I was like, I'm going to be a hiker now. So I like to hike. I want to hike. I want to go to Big Sur. I like Big Sur. I want to make this happen. I also want to go to uh, Arches. Yep. In Utah. And go mountain biking. And go mountain biking. And uh, really just overall, just living a new outdoor lifestyle. You are. I'm just ready for it, Scott. I'm just ready for whatever life throws at me. And especially in the, in the great outdoors, life throws me off of a bicycle. See, if you ride, like I don't really like to ride in the city because I just find riding through traffic is not that enjoyable. Well, you just stay to the side. Yeah, like, you don't weave in and out of traffic. I mean, I don't either, but it's still not that in, it's enjoyable. I'm gonna try to ride to your house. It's not that bad. I've ridden from my house to. Um, where the hell did I ride to a few times? I've ridden like over it as far as here a few times. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. I mean, actually, the from sunset to my house is like that's the part where it's like it's all kind of like a, it's yeah. deceptively uphill. Yeah, and so like that's the hardest part. But otherwise, it's like it's not that hard. You can just ride down sunset. Oh God, where did I ride? Why was I doing that? I think I rode to. Oh, we had the offices over on um, La Brea and. Sycamore. Sycamore, and I used to ride there yeah. from Echo Park. In the olden times. Echo Park. <laughs> uh, do you have a feed breed? Uh, let me think. I don't know what on the top of my head. Do you? Yeah. Uh, if you go check out our Instagram page, uh, is Scott's got uh, his Instagram uh, name is S.A. Mosier. Uh, and my Instagram name is Matt Myra, M-A-T-T-M-I-R-A. We take pictures sometimes of the books we're reading, and we post them up there. Uh, Also, I post mine on our Facebook page. Yes, he does. If you go to facebook.com slash feedpod, you'll find a lot. Uh, And I just want to recommend a couple of books I got at uh, at Powell's. Why do we say it? From Castle Publishing. I believe it's out of print at this point, but a store like Powell's, you can find it. That one's got word... uh, Word connotations, word uh, origins, sort of the stories behind why we say things. Uh huh. Like, uh. What's know, the book called again? Uh, Why Do We Say It? Why Do We Say It? And there's another book that I have been enjoying called Word Nerd. Word? Word Nerd. Nerd. Uh, more than 17,000 fascinating facts about words. Uh, that one is by. Uh, that might be the publisher, Kipfer. Uh, I'm just seeing the spine of the book, which is why I don't know offhand. Gotcha. Um, but that one's a lot of fun. That one, that's pretty interesting. Like both of these books, I haven't been using them like reference. I've just actually just been reading through them. Okay. So, I uh, 
When I was in Chile, I well, I started. I'm on the second Game of Thrones book, but um, I read uh, Tiger Man by Nick Harkaway, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, British author who wrote um, two books that I also really like called Gone Away World and Angel Maker. Um, but I don't think it's out in the U.S. till July. So, look at you. Just reading books that they can't get elsewhere. Well, you know, someone's got to read them think first. Better than everybody. Well, I mean, they just came out in the UK first. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the pee breeds. We'll be back. Uh... I'm around. So yeah, on, we'll be back on you. We'll probably be back. It's fucking on you, not me. You. I can record Saturday. This Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Then. Yeah. We'll Tom. record next Saturday, so you'll see one. Yeah, so you'll see one this coming week. So you see one this week, and you'll see one next week. Yeah. So fuck fucking, me. we're back, everybody. Phoebe is back and better than never. Naked, yes. Naked, no. Facebook.com slash Pod. Please like us. Make if you it haven't. naked. Nope. <laughs> In the words of the greatest actors of our generation, Denzel Washington and Mr. Mark Wahlberg, make, make it, it rain. rain. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.